Hello friends, I am back. I just recorded that intro to this fly fishing series. Um, and I'm not even going to really label this because I don't know, I don't want to attempt some structure that I'm going to fail at. So, cause these, these really are just kind of good lessons that I would want to talk about, um, whether or not they had anything to do with fly fishing. So this one is you have to put your feet on the ground. This is maybe the biggest lesson that I've learned since day one and am continually reminded of. There is no substitute for getting your feet, well, in the stream. For getting your feet on the ground and in the stream, there is no substitute. So let me explain. So I was kind of telling you how I started this thing last year. Um, and starting it, I like computers and I like to sit there and Google and figure out how much, how much I can learn on Google and YouTube. So I'm scouring anything I possibly can scour on fly fishing for steelhead in 18 mile Creek in Cattaraugus Creek, Western New York, anywhere, really great lakes, anything. And I'm trying to look for the spots I'm on Google maps. I'm trying to find parking spots where to go into the creek. I'm trying, I'm looking at, um, like, uh, what are they called? Like land property maps that you can get from your local government. Like online, you can find, um, like land parcels and figure out who owns what to find what land is public and what land is private. What's fishable. What does the DEC put out there? Um, resources about the streams and where you can park and what you can fish. Where are people fishing? What are they getting? What, you know, what are they using all this stuff? So I'm just collecting information and this is comfortable. This is a very comfortable thing to do. What is not comfortable is going out onto a stream amongst a bunch of what seem like pros, uh, and being an idiot who secretly doesn't know anything and is like scared of people. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. And so it's not comfortable. So I avoided it for too long until I, like, I knew that I just like, okay, you have to go out on the stream, even if you don't know what you're doing, even if you don't even know how to cast a fly rod well, you don't know what to put on the fly rod, you don't know where to fish, you don't know proper fishing etiquette with other fishermen and whatever. You have to you have to get out. So I forced myself out. And I remember it was like a big deal. I actually remember my heart was kind of like beating because I walk out, I park in this parking spot that I knew about and I walk out on the stream and there's other fishermen. And I'm just kind of like, I don't know what to do and where to go. So I'm just trying to find the first spot where nobody can see me and I can just cast in a, find some pool of water and cast in it. And so I start doing that. And then you start to learn. So I started walking and there's lots of people, lots of people. And then I kept walking and then there were fewer people and I kept walking farther and then there were like nobody. And I started fishing and then whatever. So the, the point of this is that I have most of what I've learned is with my feet on the ground. And this is the kind of thing you learn. I remember walking far enough that nobody was around anymore. So like I had outwalked everybody who parked where I parked, but then I started seeing people and they were walking the other way. And I thought, oh, interesting. Where are they coming from? And so I actually like asked a guy like, where are you coming from? And then he told me this parking spot on what such and such road. And I went, oh, I didn't know there was a parking spot there. It's not on Google maps. It's not on, you know, it's covered by trees. It's just a pull off, you know, I didn't know about that, but turns out it's a spot. So then the next time I go to that spot and then, you know, do some more walking and then I find more people and, you know, ask them about it. I remember one time I, I parked at that spot. This is one of the, like first or second time out and it's so beautiful. Like, it's just so great to just be out there no matter what. I love it no matter what. It's this like rivers are beautiful. I remember hearing 
somewhere that humans can stare at three things endlessly. I don't remember them all. I'm sorry. The first one is fire. They can stare at fire endlessly. That's why you sit around a campfire and just stare at it. And it just is satisfying. And running water is another one. Like like flowing water is something that humans can stare at endlessly. And it's so true. Like a river is life. It's so alive. And uh, yeah, you just can't be bored if you're next to a river. It's like impossible. And I'm very easily bored. Um, so what am I saying here? I'm saying that I'm walking upstream and it's a beautiful day and the sun is shining and it's glistening on the water and it's like cold out. So it's that brisk, cool, but warm, whatever. And I'm fishing and I'm not catching anything because I suck and I don't know what to do. And I look and, and I think that there's no fish here. I'm like, this water is so low and crystal clear. I would see them. These fish are huge. I would see them if they were here. And I'm, you know, sort of disheartened. I don't really believe that there are fish in here. And then I look uh, maybe 50 yards upstream and there's this guy, he's got dreadlocks. He looks like um, a river bum and he, his, his rod is completely bent over and it's not on a rock because there's a fish flopping out of the water and it's huge. And so I'm like, oh my gosh. So I start walking up towards him just to see, I just wanted to see it. And I'm looking and and he lands it. And so he puts it in his net. It's beautiful, whatever. And I'm just kind of peering out of the corner of my eye. Then he gets another one on and I go up to him and I'm, I'm just like, Hey, you need a hand. And he's like, he's like, yeah, could you actually hold the net? So now I'm helping this guy. Then we start talking. He gives me some flies that he tied. He showed me exactly what he caught it on. He showed me exactly the hold of fish. He's like, this is what you do. And by the way, I'm a guide. If you want to hire me, you can hire me. And he gave me his card and we just sat and talked for a good while. And it was totally awesome. And so I learned a ton there. And actually that spot that he was fishing at is the very spot that I caught all those fish at the other day on Friday. Um, so anyway, I'm meandering, but you have to put your feet on the ground. Every, all of what I've learned that is useful is from meeting other people and talking to them, seeing what other fishermen are doing, seeing what the fish are doing, a place you might think there's no fish. If you're on the stream enough times, you'll see stuff. Like every time you see stuff, you might see a fish, you might see a fish splash, you might see whatever. You might see that, oh, the water's really murky after a rain and you can't really fish it well. And, you know, how many days does it take to clear out? And if the water's high, like what's too high, what's too low, where are the good spots to cross? Um, all that stuff. Where are the good holes? You can scout the holes when the water's clear and then fish them when the water's a little bit murkier and you know exactly what those holes look like. So whatever it, if it's just something that is so ridiculously true to me and I always fall into this trap and I fell into it this year because I wanted to, I wanted to try the cat the Cataraugus Creek that I mentioned, this big creek that's intimidating to me because it's nationally known. It's this huge thing. And it's just a different beast. It's way bigger and there's way more spots and it's whatever. And there's whatever. So I'm feeling the same thing. Like I'm the guy who doesn't know anything. I don't know the spots. I'm going to crowd another fisherman. They're going to be like, get out of here. What are you doing? And so anyway, you have to put your feet on the ground. Um, that is what you have to do. And so this applies, of course, to programming that you can sit there. This is one of the biggest lessons that I have learned and would try to impart in people when they're trying to learn programming. It's get your head out of the YouTube videos, get off of Laracasts and build stuff. All that stuff is only important if you are hungry for it from real life experience. You have to build stuff. And I'm always telling people this. Uh, anybody who I, you've probably heard me blabber about this a bunch, but 
people who say they want to learn to code and they're like, great, I'll go on Code Academy, I'll go on Code School, this is great, I can take a course, I can do these quizzes, I can ace them, and they feel accomplished and they feel like they did something. But they are not hireable, they've never built anything, they have nothing to show, they don't know real world problems, they don't know it at a real visceral level, they can't improvise with it. And the only way you get that is by putting your feet on the ground, is by building applications, is by getting out there and doing the things. If you want to learn React, get your head out of the the tutorials. And that's another fault that I fall into with programming is I spent a lot of time just reading documentation and tutorials and things and not enough time trying a new tool. Why do I know so much about Elixir and LiveView if I haven't, and I haven't even like used it on my computer? How much can you know about another programming language if you haven't installed it and written a program with it? It takes you an hour, you know? And so I recently did that LiveView thing and it was enlightening. I used LiveView for the first time. That's pathetic that it's taken me a year and a half or two years to even touch Elixir. Um, so yeah, super important lesson. You have to put your feet on the ground. This is Again, one of the most important things that I am have learned and I'm learning continually is if you want to get into something, go put your feet on the ground. Get off the internet. Okay, thanks for listening. Talk to you soon.